Since I was not scared to hear the Israeli football, I did not prepare anything, so I will just chat with you. And uh, I will mix my uh, Friday with the sermon with my uh, schedule. Uh, welcome for all of you. It is really a privilege and an honor for me to welcome the most important people on earth. You are the most important people on earth. You have come to the realization that God is omnipotent, omniscient, and He sees the path ahead of us and can make better choices than we can do. And then you decided to submit all your affairs in God's hand. And God repeatedly says in the Quran that only those who possess intelligence will come to me. And as you know from your own experiences by now, it is not easy to worship God alone and to uphold the word of God alone. You have come to realize that you are a privileged minority of a minority. That sort of expression is elite of the elite. In the Quran, it is a Sadhguru and a Sadhguru. In Surah 56, God describes the very special people who come to the realization that God alone possesses all power and decide to live their lives devoted to God alone. God is the only priority in their lives. So, you can see why it is indeed an honor for me to welcome the most important people on earth. You've succeeded in attaining this worship of God alone and upholding His word alone. God says in the Quran in Surah number 3 that I, I forgot all of us to say, Bun, say, Allahumma, our God, say, Allahumma, our God. Malik al-Mulk. God described himself as Malik al-Mulk, possessor of all possessions, possessor of all things. A repeated statement in the Quran is, Lillahi to God belongs everything in the heavens and the earth. God is Malik al-Mulk, the, the owner of all kingship. Nobody owns anything in the heavens of the earth. So any intelligent creature will associate himself with the one who possesses everything. He's the one who possesses all the provisions. He's the one who controls your health, your wealth, your happiness. And this is stated very clearly in Surah 54. He is the one who makes you rich or poor. He is the one who decides whether you are happy or miserable. He is the one who makes you happy or miserable. With the understanding that God does not make us miserable, but God's law dictates that we can make ourselves miserable according to God's law. 
but nobody can make you happy or miserable. Only God. And this is precisely why God says, only those who possess intelligence will come to me. God says, say, Allah of America, our God, possessor of all possessions, the owner of everything in the heavens and the earth. You give possessions to whomever you will. You give kinship to whomever you will. You remove possession or you remove kinship from whoever you will. You remove power from whoever you will. But to Aizumantashah, you give dignity to whomever you will. God is the only source of dignity and respect. But to Dilumantashah, and you humiliate or to you remove, you remove dignity from whoever you will. The ethical fire in your hand is all provisions, all good things. God is teaching us to say this about God. You are omnipotent. So God is teaching us that in very simple terms, that repeated throughout the Quran, that He's the only one who possesses all power. So what 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 are we doing depending on anybody else? You are the people who decided that God is medical mulk. And uh, as I will introduce you to each other, you're going to see that in each one of you, in the life of each one of you, there are, because you have been put to the test, and you are being put to the test, in the life of each one of you, there are demonstrations and proof that you know that only God possesses all power. <coughs> You come across the people who uh, will try to divert you. Satan, you are the number one target of Satan. And this is in accordance with God's law. People will try to divert you and will use all kinds of tricks. And Satan will will always work on you. He's not interested in those people out there, the idol worshippers, or disbelievers. And uh, one of the tricks they will use, am I pointing at it? Yeah. It doesn't distract us. Verse number 2 of Surah 29 says, Do the people think they will be left to say we believe without being put to the test? We have tested those before them, for God will surely distinguish those who are truthful from the liars. So this is why you have to be tested. And we, uh, we never cease to be amazed at uh, how efficient the test is. Recently, at the Mosque of Tucson, we, we had a number of people whom I, I just fell in love with, wonderful people. And I always wonder, are they strong believers? Will they make it? We will always pray for the people to make it, to pass the test. And we're pulling for them. At the same time, we're also interested 
and, and having wax test take place in order to sift away those who do not belong among us. It is not something bad, it's been happening all the time that this sifting uh, process because only the, the, the pure diamonds remain. Everything else, the foam flows to the top and is removed. Uh, these very uh, seemingly very strong people uh, were subjected to tests recently. They, they, uh, they were told Rashad uh, uh, is bad, Rashad is manipulating you. And this is by people who are sipping whiskey, uh, they say that. Don't listen to Rashad. Uh, it's surprising how the, uh, the people who are influenced. They, uh, I tell them, worship God alone, follow the word of God alone. And then somebody is sipping whiskey and telling them Rashad is bad. They say, oh, you're right, Rashad is bad. Bye. Now, they they plunk the test so easy. This happens. Same thing with work and your ego. I would say you, you're following Rashad Khalid. And you know better, and I know better. We do not follow Rashad Khalid. We do not follow Muhammad or Jesus. We do not follow any human being. We follow God. We know that. That's why we smile when they say that. But this is just about one of the last straws. Uh, you follow Rashad Khalifa is the polite way, but usually say you follow a crazy Rashad Khalifa. <laughs> you have to add some adjectives. This is to work even harder on our egos. But we make it very clear, we follow medical moods, the possessor of all people. We follow only God, we follow only the word of God. And uh, as you know, I'm the first one to tell you, if it is, if it is my opinion, <coughs> If it is Rashad Khalifa, don't follow him. Because you'll probably do the wrong thing. If it is, you must you must be sure you're following God and following the word of God. And we will go to any extent to make sure that we are following God and the word of God. We're not following the words of any human being. Two words of God. We praise God and we bear witness that there is no God except the one God. At this rate, it seems like I will finish the Friday sermon and finish the Friday prayer before the Ismail Barakat is due. Because at 2 o'clock, we have introductions and the welcome. God says, only the intelligent come to me. And when we look at the Quran, almost every page says, the only unforgivable offense, if maintained until death, is idol worship. There's only one unforgivable offense at the time of death. When a person dies and he has committed murders and lies and cheats and theft and adultery and aggression, all these are forgivable. God gave, gave us examples in the Quran. Moses killed somebody. 
out of God's great problems. There's only one unforgivable offense at the time of death, and that is idol worship, idolatry. Any person with, with the smallest amount of intelligence will say to himself or herself, if this is the only unforgivable offense, I'm going to avoid any suspicion of it for the rest of my life, all my life. Any hint of idol worship, I'm going to get rid of it. We look in the Quran and it says, in Surah 3 verse 18, that God, God begins with himself. Shahid Allah, God shares witness. This is the shahada according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. According to God, the shahada is La ilaha illallah. Well, Malaikatu and the angels, God blessed the angels after him. And also possess knowledge. So there is the shahada in plain language, in any language, in any translation. God bears witness that the shahada is La ilaha illallah. And so do the angels and also possess knowledge. Therefore, if I say that in the Allah, I'm right. So they tell you, okay, put next to it Muhammad Rasulullah. Where, where does this come from? Maybe it is perfectly alright, maybe. But maybe it's a maybe. Maybe it's idol worship. Maybe it's perfect. But we're not sure. And any intelligent person who knows that the only unforgivable offense is idol worship will say, since La ilaha illallah is correct, and La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah is maybe, I'm going to stick with La ilaha illallah. After all, these are the words that came out of Muhammad's mouth. He will certainly he will not blame me for saying La ilaha illallah on the day of Jesus, but God will not blame me. And this is consistent through, through the Quran. In Surah Muhammad, Surah Taitul Muhammad number 47, verse 19, says, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ You shall know that, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ The Muhammad has took it and they put, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ Muhammad was it. They added it, and you'll see it here in this, in the appendix. Know that La ilaha illallah, there's no God except Allah, Muhammad is Rasulullah, his messenger. They added it. And they put it in the calligraphy that looks like the Quran to the point that people who memorized the Quran were fooled. They thought it was Quran. Because this kind of idolatry became so common that it became part and parcel of the people's uh, beliefs. God says in the Surah entitled Muhammad So why are they trying to push their idolatry on us? It doesn't make sense. Any intelligent person knowing that idol worship is the only unforgivable, unforgivable offense will, will, uh, will run away from any suspicion of idolatry. So then they turn against the audience and they say, why don't you believe that Muhammad is the Surah? Well, the fact that you uphold the Quran is the biggest proclamation that we know that Muhammad is Rasulullah. It's God's message. And we, we have examples that uh, utterly destroy their arguments. The Quran is the word of God. And 
and consistently God puts his scriptures ahead of the messengers, the prophets, and the Quran. God starts the believers and those who believe in God, God is answers his scriptures and his messengers. The scriptures, the word of God comes ahead of the messengers always in the Quran. So you can ask them, don't you believe, do you believe that the Quran is the word of God? You say yes. Okay, you should say La ilaha illallah, the Quran, Karam Allah. Why don't you say, don't you believe the Quran is Karam Allah, the word of God? Why don't you say La ilaha illallah? The Quran is the word of God. See, it's the same. This completely shuts them up. They accuse you of being uh, hating Muhammad, which is the exact opposite. They hate Muhammad. And the Quran says that only the, the hypocrites say Muhammad Rasulullah. They add it to that. You put God, Muhammad's name next to God's name. You can take this to a, a film and say, uh, why not say the Allah? The sun rises from the east. Yeah. There's no end to this. Why? Don't you believe the sun rises from the east? So there are millions of statements that you can put next to the Allah that are absolutely correct. But this is not the point. Verse 18 of Surah 3 says, God bears witness that When they tell you you follow Rashad Khalifa, if they're blind, with the crazy Rashad Khalifa, if they're normal, <laughs> you tell them to follow God, you follow God alone. Follow the word of God alone. The principle is very easy. If it is not in the Quran, we don't we have no consideration for it. In this conference, you're going to hear lots of views, personal views of many people. Anybody can say anything they want. But your criterion is the Quran. If it is not in the Quran, don't believe it. No matter who is talking to you. Very simple principle. But this is what we follow. Even in this conference, Satan has to be represented, especially in this conference. Satan has to be represented and you're going to hear some views and that are contrary to the Quran. And if you believe them, you deserve to believe them. There may be two or three people who will, who will be influenced. Because the purpose of these people who are bringing views other than the Quranic views is to at least put doubt in your heart. And if you, as long as you have doubt in your heart, you're in the lowest rank of Submission. Remember the verse in Surah 49, verse 11, I believe. It says that uh, they said we are believers. And God says, Do not say you are believers, say you are uh, Muslims. Until all doubt is gone. So their job is to put even a little bit of doubt in your heart. And when this happens, you know that God is testing you, and that, unfortunately, 
if the doubt comes in my heart, because unfortunately I still have some doubt. So I'm still in the lowest track. I'm still on my way. It's not hopeless yet. But you must be aware of this principle. This is our principle. If it is not in the Quran, I don't believe. It may or may not be correct. But if it is not in the Quran, I'm not following it. We have time now to do the final prayer and then we'll go into. I can't think of any longer to, <laughs> until it's made with you. So we'll just go through with the final prayer. And uh, I'm sure it's made with this chance to express his views. He has prepared a very good photograph on the ink and paper. But uh, this, this, is, this is not the Quran. The ink and paper, the physical book, is not the Quran. The Quran is a more part. When the Prophet Muhammad was taken to the seventh place to see the Quran, God did not give him a book. Is my here? No. I waited and I waited. Oh, he was supposed, he was supposed to come with you. Yes. But I waited. His flight was in. His flight from the sand. Okay. How about the uh, Washington group? The Washington, I have uh, to go ahead and check. Okay. But I have to go ahead and check. Okay, you know, I mean, they were supposed to be paid basically the flag was supposed to be the same. Yeah. I'm glad you wrote Dr. Thomas Tabari here. Yeah. And uh, where's Abdullah? Brother Abdullah, with you. Welcome to the conference. So, looks like Ismail, uh, we do believe that we'll be there for his own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and now we'll just confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Not